Shalom everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Bishalach, we have the famous splitting of the sea. I want to share with you a Midrash, Yalkut Tehilim, Reish Mem Zayin. It says over there, Hayam Ra'av Yanos. We all know this sentence because we say it in Halal, Hayam Ra'av Yanos. The sea saw and he ran away, meaning he split. So the Midrash says on that, in the Yalkut Tehilim, Mara, what did he see that caused him to split? Aroino Shel Yosef. He saw the coffin of Yosef. Amar Kadesh and that created the fact, the, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Yanus, a person that, Yanus, the, the sea should run away, meaning Yanus, and being split, by being split. Why? Because of a, someone else that was running away. Mipnei Hanas, which is Yosef, Tichtiv, Vayanas Vayetze Achutza. Because Yosef also ran away when Eshet Potif, Potifar, tried to seduce him and be with him so he ran away so just like Yosef ran away so too the sea should run away that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says and that will come into fruition by the fact that the sea will be split I want to share with you the following questions and I found it I found these questions in the Ksav Soifer the son of the Chasam Soifer and it's Mamash Gaval de Kazakh, a jewel. This vote is, uh, is a, a big Yesoid. And I want to share with you all the questions and the Yesoid, the answer that comes out, and then we'll see what we can do with it. So, Lichoya, this Midrash has a lot of questions. Why? First of all, what does it mean? What does it mean? Because Yosef ran away, so too the sea should run away. That's what Rakodesh Bohu says. So, before we answer this, says Aksav Soifel, we want to raise another question. The Eben Ezra asks the following question when Moshe Rabbeinu tells everyone as imagine the scene the Mitzrim are running after Bnei Israel. this is very important to live this scene because we tried to give it over to our kids on the, on the Seder night and that's how we give on the torch of Emunah in HaKadosh Baruch so the Mitzrim are running after the Jewish people and they're stuck on the one side we have, they have now the, the sea on the other side the Mitzrim are cunning, uh, running against them and they have nowhere to, to flee and what does it say? They scream the Nesim to Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Don't worry, For those of you that know the song, just wait, and Hashem will be Moshe you. So the Eben Ezra says, "Wait a second. Why do we know that the Shabbat prefers not to work with Nisim Gluim? But there is also ways to to the Shabbat, of course, can work b'derechateva." So why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu need all this unbelievable miracle? Don't forget, he already did unbelievable miracles. There are Nisim Gluim in, in Mitzrayim, the Ten Makois. Why did he need this? Don't forget, Bnei Israel were a very big nation at the time. They could have fought back. And, be, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have helped them to, beat, to win in the war. Which is, uh, they had also, uh, they had weapons with them, etc. So, so why not? And the Ebenezer answers out of Doichak because they didn't really want to engage in war and therefore they needed a miracle that was not Bederich HaTeva not, not a, a, a Galui miracle now even the Eben Ezra says Achsav Soifer felt this answer was a bitch there and therefore he asked on himself wait a second but we saw that Bnei Israel did fight against Amalek on the same journey later on they fought against Amalek and they won so why didn't Hashem let them uh, fight in war right now and he answers because they only won Bishut that Moshe davened.
like we know, it says over there that Moshe went to the top of the mountain, Anochi Nitzav al Rosh Hagiva, etc. Sezach Sav Soifer, it's obvious that this Teirutz is not Nechora as, as good as the, as the question. Why? Because also here, Moshe Rabbeinu could have davened, and then Bnei Zerah could have won in the war. What's the difference? At the end of the day, we know that it doesn't depend on how good we are in fighting. It depends on our davening, on our level of Yiras Hashem. Like it says in Tehillim Yud Gimel, Tarek Yud Gimel, Pasuk Yud Zayin, Sheker Hasus Litshua. Sheker Hasus Litshua. Don't think it's the, it's the tanks, so to speak, or the horses in those days that are going to bring us the Yeshua. It's Hashem. It's our davening. Takodesh Bochu. And therefore, the Chesav Soifer says, I'll tell you what the answer is there and how, what it has to do with understanding our Midrash. Hashem is mitzavi as in dvarim perikaf gimel pasuk ches lo tetaev mitzri kiger ha'ita be'artzo. Rashi explains what does that mean. Even though they, in a sense, to a certain degree, tortured us, hagam she'anuotcha, and they threw the the baby boys to the Nile. Mikol makom they gave you shelter in the time of need. Mikol makom ayalecha achsanya bishasadcha. So you see that even though they did bad to us, but we can't deny the good they did to us. And for that, we have to have appreciation and a karatatov. From this idea, Chazal also learned in Baruchos Dafnun Ches that whenever you go to, you speak at a at a host, you have to start by saying some shevach, some praise to the host. Liftoch b'chavod achsanya, in honor of the people that are hosting you. And more than that, in Bavakama Daf Tzadi Beis Amud Beis, over there it says that a person should not. A, a, a well where they got water from, like that pit that you a pit that you drank water from. You can't throw a stone or something in it. It's not matim. More than that, we also see this idea, and we spoke about this at length in a different Vartoira about the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu did not hit. The, the three makos he didn't instigate because that would require him to hit the water or the the afal, the dirt on the floor, and those saved him in his lifetime. One was because the water saved him because he was a baby, and he was uh, on the water over there hiding from the mitzrim and teva and uh, Moshe Bateva. And also, there's another the afal saved him because when he killed the mitzri, he hid him over there. And Rav Dessler says, you see what a, what an incredible yisoid Rav Dessler explains. He says that there are many questions. What do you mean? What, that, that's just an object. He doesn't care. And also, if he does care, then he should be happy that he's being used for a big miracle. Elamai, you see the Geder and the Yesoid, that it doesn't matter that with our Sechel, with our brain powers, we realize who cares. It doesn't affect them. But at the end of the day, we also have a system of emotions. That emotions, by us doing bad to something that did good for us, that has a negative effect on all our Midois. And that's why it's so important that whatever did good for you, you continue to to do good for it. I'll call Panim back to us. So you see from here the aside that it's important to do good back to whoever did good for you. Even though they also did bad. And that's why HaKadosh Buhu did not want them to fight back. They didn't want to fight back because of that. And this is the reason that they waited for Yeshua, a nace, that Hashem will save them. There was no other choice but splitting of the sea. Ad Khan, the explanation why Bnei Israel won the miracle and didn't want to fight back, and the Kaddish Buch understood that. The same idea we see by Yosef. 
Oidisi and Yosef in Bereshis, Perik Lametes, that when Eshet Potifar wanted to seduce him, be with him, she grabbed his clothing and he ran away. He left the clothing in her hand and ran away. And by doing that, she ripped a piece of his clothing and she had Lichoira proof against him. The Ramban asked, I don't understand. Why did he run away and by doing so, he put himself at risk and indeed ended up being in jail? He could have fought against her, take the clothing back into his hand, and then it won't be a problem. Elamai, he ans- the Ramban answers because he had a karatatov, he had appreciation that in the time of need, her husband and her gave him a place of shelter. It was derech eretz, it wasn't derech eretz, it wasn't right, it wasn't from Midois Toivis to be fighting back against his master's wife after he did so good for him and he helped him out and therefore he ran away according to that now we understand exactly what the sea saw Hayam Yanos the sea saw is what HaKadosh Baruch told the sea you see Yosef just like Yosef ran away why? because he didn't want to do bad to someone that did good because Akal Satov is such an important Yesoyed in Yiddishkeit so just like this, the sea saw the coffin of Yosef, that Yosef also ran away just in order not to have a pgam, a blemish in his midos in Akasa Toiv, so too the Yam has to realize that he also has to run away because Bnei Israel don't want to do bad to the Mitzrim, even though they did bad to the Bnei Israel, but the Mitzrim also did good for them. Ad Khan, and he likes this pshat, the Ksav Soifel says, Kach nira li meoid. I think it's very good and, and emistic pshat. According to this, the Chesav Soifel says, we're also Marviach, another Midrash that's brought in Rashi, later on in Perik Yudalit, in Parsha Sisroi, in Parsha Tito it says, Mashmu'a Shama, Uba, what made Yitro be convert and come to be with the Jewish people? So what? It says, Kriyat Yamsuf, the spring of the sea, and Milchemet Amalek. And the Chorah, the question begs itself, what is so unique about these two? There's so many miracles that Kodesh Bochu did. Mainly you understand the story of the sea, that is unbelie- an unbelievable miracle. But the, the war, the fight with Amalek, what's the big deal with that? There was many bigger miracles than that. Many Mepharshim asked this question. But according to what we're saying here, the answer, we can answer. Yitro knew that Hashem is Elohim and He's in charge of the world and everything. But he was very worried, le- leaving his place. Had, he wasn't sure that Israel have good midos and they'll, they'll accept him. He didn't know if they were going to ex- uh, accept him and be nice to him. And even though they needed to accept him, because at the end of the day, it was only, only makes sense. Because he was nice to them by taking their leader in at the time of need when Pablo was running after Moshe and he gave him the, his daughter, Sipira, to, to marry him. Our company, he was still worried. But how did, so what happened? How did he know that they were going to be good to him? Because, first of all, he heard, wow, he understood that the spilling of the sea had to happen because of this idea of a karatatov. And therefore Hashem was willing to do the smelling of the sea because he didn't want them to fight back against the Mitzvah. On the other hand, he said, maybe that's because um, they didn't feel like uh, fighting, not because they didn't want to do bad to whoever did good to them. But then he heard, oh, there was also Micham Samalek. You see, they do know how to fight. They could fight. They do want to fight in the time of need. Ah, putting those two together, he understood that it was obviously 
done, the splitting of the sea, because they had good midos. They didn't want to do bad to someone that did good for them. So, obviously, they're going to accept him because he even did good to them and he didn't do anything bad. And therefore, he was sure that they were going to come to him. We see the idea, the importance of Hakaratatov and doing good to whoever did good for you, even though they also did bad. And this is what we saw in the Rav Dessler. And this is the same as what I want to share with you in the Chinuch. The Chinuch brings the Mitzvah Lamed Gimel, Kibud Avayim. And he explains over there, I'm Zoichet to learn with someone uh, Chinuch every week. He says over there, the Shorshea Mitzvah, the idea of the Mitzvah is to do Bechabed, your, your parents, is because that's the most basic Akala Satoiv one can do after... At the end of the day, his parents brought him into the world as a partnership with Hakadosh Baruch and by him not doing, not appreciating his parents and being mechabedam is actually making a huge come in his akalas atoyven in his midos, and also the afuch. If he does appreciate his parents and and mechabedam, then that leads also to having akara and understanding and appreciation for Hakadosh Baruch And there's a lot more to speak about that, but I just want to end with a short story of Rav Steinman and this short story says it all this is true, this happened a year ago Rav Steinman, Zatzal, was very had a delicate throat, pneumonia now pneumonia, we know, is a very dangerous disease especially if one's above 100 and his chances, chances of getting out and of survival were very low and Baruch Hashem, everyone davened for him and he got out of it 102 and as we know he passed away a month and a half ago at the age of 104. But at the end of the day, he came the biggest expert doctor, and when he got, and as he was getting better, he goes to him, I just want you to know, Rabbi, that your mom is living a miracle. You're living a miracle. It's unbelievable that you got out of it. Your, your, your body is so weak. You eat on average a carrot and a half a day and a couple of uh, glasses of water, and you had the strength to get out of this. So Steinman looked at him and he wasn't amazed at all and he was such an emistic yid and he told him you too are living a miracle you too are living a miracle meaning we have to appreciate what we have anyone that learns about the human body and everything that we have around us and the systems that Kodesh Baruch created it's obvious that everything is a miracle just we need to appreciate and Yiratzon that we'll be able to bring our families with this idea to continue for future generations how important it is to have appreciation to everyone, to Yidins around us, which will lead us to Akalasatoy of appreciation to what Akadish Bukhu does for us. And Yiratzon, that we don't get to a point where Chas Shalom bad things happen in order for us to appreciate what the good we had. Good Shabbos.